Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Interactive Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Racine. So I think you guys are really going to love this episode this week. This is ways to turn around a bad day. I'm going to give you guys some advice, some tips, some things that I do, or some things that I just think are good ideas. Um, I know that I made an episode a while back. I think it was one of my first episodes, actually, about how to handle a bad day. And I think that was, it was a little bit similar, but it was more so like managing the bad day. But this I'm going to talk about how to turn that around. But of course, you guys know the drill, a little catch up in the beginning as always. So this is going to be a little bit of a long catch up because I have two weeks to talk to you guys about. It's been a little bit of time since the last episode. So hello, I am happy to be talking to you guys again. <laughs> so jumping right into my catch up. Let's see. This was last Friday. So what's today? I'm pulling up the calendar right now. Today is Wednesday the 24th. So not the past Friday, but the Friday before all the way down to the 12th. <laughs> I went to the beach with my friend. Me and Leah went to the beach together. It was a ton of fun. Got some sun. I don't know how, like, I swear my skin is <laughs> resistant to sun. Like, whenever I go to the beach, I feel like I just, it's not even like I, I don't burn, I don't tan. It's just like my skin doesn't do anything. Like, it takes me so long to get color, which I guess is a good thing because I never really burn, to be honest. Or if I do, it just like fades into a tan the next day. But it's frustrating at the beginning of summer because everyone's like jumping on and getting their tans going and they're looking all sun-kissed and golden and I'm like damn like I want some of that color too but <laughs> I you know I just have to be patient my time will come once I'm down in Austin with the crazy UV they have down there I'm sure I will have no issue getting color so that was really fun though going to the beach with my friend had a great time and it was actually so funny so before I went to the beach I obviously was getting ready I took a little shower that morning, I shaved, I was thrown on my bikini, all that good stuff, and I was in my room, and my dog was going crazy barking downstairs, and I figured there was, like, a delivery or whatever, but normally when there's a package, the, the delivery man will just, you know, drop it off and leave, like, that's all you gotta do, right? But this time, so my dog is going absolutely crazy, and then I hear the doorbell ring, so I figured the package needed to get signed or whatever. So I go downstairs, I grab my dog, he's going absolutely batshit crazy in my arms embarrassing the hell out of me and mind you I just got out of the shower so I had wet hair I threw on like this big oversized Budweiser t-shirt I had my bikini on underneath so I was clothed but you know here I am like I look like a mess right and my, meanwhile my dog is going crazy so I open the door and the UPS man is like oh I'm sorry to catch you in a state of undress and I was like uh, I'm just, like, getting ready for the beach. Like, I have a bikini on. Like, don't. Come on. <laughs> and then it was, like, really weird. He kept trying to make conversation with me. And then he was, like, wanting to give my dog a treat. So, we went to the car. He got, like, my dog a treat, whatever. So, when he went over, I was able to put him on a leash. That way, he was a bit easier to manage. And then instead of just giving him the fucking treat, he starts, like, trying to get him to do tricks. And, like, I'm, like, excuse me, I'm trying to like, get ready for my day. Like, I don't want to sit here and watch you like try to train my dog, whatever. So then he's like, oh, um, yeah, I need your signature, blah, blah, blah. So I sign it and he grabs the package and he wants to bring it inside for me. And mind you, like, 
it was just a laptop for my sister's job. Like, it was not a big package. It was not heavy. I was like, um, you can just leave it, like, right in front of the door. Like, I was like, you don't need to bring this in. And then he was like, oh, well, you have a great day, beautiful, like, pretty lady or something like that. And I was like, oh, God, okay, thanks, bye. Like, I don't even think I made eye contact once, to be honest. And then I went back up to my room and I noticed it took his truck a couple minutes to leave. But I just figured that he was, um you know, checking his next orders, like getting the route guidance set up or whatever. I didn't think too much of it. And then me and my friend go to the beach and we get back to my house because she's dropping me off and she sees a note like that he left in the driveway. And she's like, what does that note on that car say? So I go over to the car that we have in the driveway. It's just this like old EOS stick shift convertible. And he left his fucking phone number it, with the with the comment of for all of your quote UPS needs unquote like <laughs> excuse me um like I said I did not make eye contact with this man I was more focused on you know like wrangling down my dog that was going batshit crazy like signing for this package whatever getting ready for the beach I thought that was the funniest fucking shit. She was like, let me text him. Let me text him. I was like, no, he knows where I live. Like, it was so funny, but I don't know. That's like never happened to me that a delivery man left me his fucking phone number. And I was like telling everyone the story. It was so fucking funny. And I guess it's like low-key really common for UPS men to like try to hit on you or flirt with you. Like <laughs> my... I was telling the story to my boyfriend's family and my boyfriend's mom was saying to me, I think she said the story was like someone she knew ended up like marrying a UPS delivery driver <laughs> because of that. <laughs> and it's so funny because I thought back to this episode of South Park where they like think that one of the parents is cheating with the delivery driver and they try to get rid of the UPS man. I don't know. It was so funny. So I was like, that was just so weird. And it's so funny that like UPS drivers low-key have that rep too. So like, I don't know, look out for your delivery drivers because apparently like they're on the lookout. So I thought that was really funny. And then the next day, Saturday, I visited my grandparents. It was really nice. I got to see my cousin, hang out with my family, all that good stuff. My aunt makes the absolute best eggplant parm. Oh my fucking God. It is like I absolutely love eggplant parm, but that is the only one I will eat because I hate when places like it's thick cut or it's too chewy. I don't know. She just makes it so perfect. It is so delicious. So that was a good time. And then Saturday night, I slept over my boyfriend's and then we went golfing Sunday morning, which was Mother's Day. So that was really nice. I didn't really get to do anything um, for my family on Mother's Day because my sister was actually moving out of college back home that day. So my mom was up at her school getting her moved out. So that's why I was at my boyfriend's house. And like I said, we went golfing. I, um, what was it? I think it was on the last hole, actually. We only did nine holes. On the ninth hole, I drove the ball and I did, he calls it a, um, I think it was a draw with the ball. So basically it like curves in the air and from the tee box, I was able to hit it onto the green. So I was like kind of impressed with myself. I was like, okay, like that was low-key only the third time that I went golfing. 
So I was kind of really proud of myself. So that was fun. And then since it was Mother's Day, we went to Sally's Pizza. If you guys are from the Northeast or literally anywhere in America, um, <laughs> you should know about Sally's Pizza. I think, um, oh God, what's the Barstool president's name? Dave Portnoy. He does the um, like pizza reviews. I guess, I don't know if it's like has a name. I think it's like the one slice challenge, whatever. I don't know. But he does pizza reviews to find the best pizza in America. And he deemed Connecticut to have the best pizza. I think he put Sally's as his number one. I can't remember too well, but I know it was like in the top five. So we love getting Sally's. That's like my boyfriend's family's favorite place to go for dinner. So it was with um, my boyfriend's family and then my dad and his girlfriend came with us too. So it was a lot of fun. It was such a great time. And I always love getting some good pizza. So like I said, that was Sunday. That was really fun. Again, just hanging out with family, getting to see everyone. And then Tuesday, I went to the beach again with my friend. And this time, since my sister was home, she came with us too. And then we all got lunch after. We went to this dumpling place that me and my sister love. I always get these um, steamed pumpkin and shrimp dumplings and I know at first they sound like really weird like what the fuck pumpkin dumplings with shrimp no you guys it is so fucking delicious like I don't even know how to explain it if I'm being honest but you just have to try them they're so so tasty I am like obsessed with them so that was really fun and then Thursday came around and I had to get in an early morning workout because me and my sister went to visit my dad. So my dad and his girlfriend recently moved into a new townhouse and this was my second time visiting it. This was my sister's first time actually seeing the place. So we went there Thursday and slept over into Friday. We did a little shopping. I got my favorite sweet green. You guys know how much I love sweet greens. And then we went out to dinner. And then like I said, we had a little sleepover. It was very fun dinner was so fucking good. My dad always picks the best restaurants. Then Friday morning, I got in another early workout. Excuse me, who am I? <laughs> it's funny, although I am an early riser and I'm definitely a morning person, Um, I am not like a morning workout person. I need at least two or three meals in me or at least like big snacks, you know what I mean? And I like to work out like early afternoon because I feel like it's still early enough in the day where I can get more accomplished after my workout and it's not like I'm drinking caffeine too late in the day or anything, but it's still late enough in the day where I feel like I've had a chance to wake up, move around, get in enough calories, all that good stuff. But I don't know. I guess I was feeling the early workouts, but the reason why I got an early workout is because I went with my dad's girlfriend to their local YMCA and I was very unprepared. This was literally the one fucking time that I didn't bring my gym bag when I was packing for an overnight. Like, I always, wherever I go, I feel like I always bring my gym bag if I'm sleeping over somewhere because I usually like to, you know, get a workout in. But this was my one time not bringing it. And I remember I was thinking when I was packing, like, should I bring it? No, I'm probably not going to use it. And then, <laughs> of course, I ended up going to the gym, but it ended up working out. I actually ended up having like a really good workout. It was a quad day for me. And this was a really cool YMCA. It was really big. It had a bunch of floors. They had so many different rooms. They had 
cardio, they had a pool, they had machines, they had weightlifting, um, powerlifting equipment, they had like a platform, they had barbells, all that good stuff. So like I said, I actually had a really good workout and it was a great time. Then um, <clears throat> Friday, oh, we went to lunch at this really cute place that was really nice. And then me and my sister went back home. And Friday night, I made these chickpea blondies. I actually got the recipe from Chase Josephson. I think she posted like a little Instagram story about them last week, but oh my goodness, you guys, they were absolutely delicious. You could not taste the fact that they were made out of chickpeas whatsoever. If I remember the recipe or I find it somewhere, I'll definitely try to like post it or something or maybe check out her page to see if she has it saved on her highlights or whatever. But like I said, holy fuck, <laughs> like they were so fucking delicious and my whole family loved them and I had my boyfriend try them. He really liked them too. And my mom is the type of person where like if something is like an alternative, she like notices it, like she can taste it. But when I had her try it, she actually really enjoyed them, which is how you know it's good because she usually doesn't like the quote unquote like healthy alternatives to like foods and desserts and all that. So those were absolutely delicious. And then I'm just like checking my notes to see what else I got. Oh, I've been so into Game of Thrones again recently because I've been watching it with my sister and my sister has never seen it before. So I've been showing her the show <laughs> and since she's been home, we have just been like binging it all day long. Today is actually her first day of work. So she's not home, hence why I'm podcasting in the middle of the day. It is noon. But um, I know normally me and my sister are just hanging out, um, laying around on the couch watching TV together. <laughs> but um, no, I've been absolutely loving Game of Thrones. We are already on season seven. So there's only like I think we only have like 12 or 11 episodes left, which is so crazy, but I love watching a show with someone when it's like their first time, especially a show like Game of Thrones where the plot is so crazy. There's like 30 main characters. Everyone's dying all the time. There's like all these different stories to follow and just seeing her reactions. I'm like, oh, I love it. So I've definitely been loving Game of Thrones again. If you guys have not seen it, what are you doing? like get with the program come on here <laughs> and then yeah like I said it's Wednesday so then Sunday me and my family went to my cousin's house it was his son's birthday party so that was a lot of fun it was really cute to see the little kids the little babies Ugh, love them so much and then yesterday Tuesday me and my sister did a little bit of shopping we went to Marshall's and Five Below I wanted to go to Five Below because I'm sure y'all know the Stanley Cups. I actually have my little dupe in front of me right now, which I'll talk about in a bit. But um, everyone is so obsessed with the Stanley Stanley Cups. They are, uh, they can hold a liter of liquid, so you can definitely get in a ton of water with them. They have a straw. They taper at the bottom so they fit in cup holders, even though they're huge. They have a handle. I feel like they're just a very practical water bottle. And my sister, when she came home from college, she showed me that Five Below actually has these really great Stanley dupes. So I was like, excuse me, like, I gotta get my hands on those. <laughs> so we went yesterday and I got my hands on them. I absolutely love it. Like I said, I have mine with me right now. 
and it just holds the ice so good. It holds so much water. And normally, I'm not the type of person where I like the um, water bottles with a straw in them. I don't know. I'm just more of like a hydrocell kind of like the, what is it? Like the stainless steel water bottles with like the tiny little straw on top. That's more of my thing. But I'm really loving it. I feel like it just makes me want to sip water all day long. I don't know. It's really fun. So if you guys have a five blow around you or you don't really want to spend the money on a real Stanley Cup, check it out. Go get your hands on that dupe. It's only $5. Like, you can't beat that. (laughs) Then after five blow, like I said, we went to Marshall's and I got two little things. I got these orange flowy pants. They're absolutely so cute. They have this really cute waistband detail and then they have slits on the bottom. So I'm really excited to style those with like my new sandals that I got, like white, whitish or cream sandals and then like a cute little tank. And then I also got this really fun orange one piece and it's like has cutouts on the stomach and it's one shoulder and it has these little gold rings through it. And I think it's Michael Kors and I got it from Marshall's for a really good price. So I'm really excited about that too. The only thing is the bottoms are full coverage and I'm a little cheeky girl. I like showing off a little bit, so I'll probably just hike them up. No issue, but I thought the bathing suit was just gorgeous. I had to get my hands on it, but oh my goodness. Enough talk about me, you guys. Tell me to stop talking. (laughs) It is time to jump right into the episode I don't know why. Have you guys noticed? I feel like I keep getting out of breath. Like, I feel like I just need to keep taking, like, oh, did you hear that, you guys? My, one of my cats, well, one of my cats is sleeping on my bed right now, but the other one just walked into my room, and she's, like, doing her little meows because she wants to be pet. Oh, she's being so good. Let me see if I could pick her up. No, she doesn't really want to get picked up right now. This one this cat Ryla, she is so shy. So when she lets you pet her, oh, it's so cute. And her little meows, so gentle. What was I saying? Now I'm distracted because I'm petting my cat. Oh, I feel like I'm so out of breath this episode and I have no idea why. Like, am I talking louder or faster than normal? Like, I'm very sorry if that's the case, but um, I don't know. I feel like, see, I keep having to take like a deep breath. I don't know what that is. Anyway, excuse that. Sorry if um, that's bothering you. It's my podcast. (laughs) Anyway, without further ado, let's jump into the meat of the episode. So how to turn around a bad day. I have seven little tips for you. So number one, I have jump out of bed and go take a shower. So rotting in bed is not going to help anything, okay? And when I feel like I'm not having my best day, if I just rot in bed and I lay around and I feel like I'm smelly or I have greasy hair or I'm dirty, that just makes me want to do nothing even more because I feel gross. But once I take a shower, you know, you shave, wash your hair, lather up in some soap, do like a hair mask if you want, a face mask, whatever you want to do, I don't know. It just makes me feel like I already like got my day rolling because as you guys know, a body in motion stays in motion. So once you simply just get out of bed, you're already going to start feeling a bit more ready to tackle the day. And 
I know, at least for me, after I shower, showering almost like forces you to get ready. I don't know. I feel like after a shower, I have to do like, I have no option but to do my whole shower routine. So I moisturize my face. You know, I use my ice roller. I'm moisturizing my lips. I moisturize my body. And then after that, the last thing I want to do after a shower is throw on dirty clothes or dirty pajamas. So even if I'm just throwing on like more loungewear, it's like clean clothes. And then I blow dry my hair, you know, I put my hair oil in and my leave-in conditioner. And then I feel like I'm ready to start my day, you know? Like I feel like showers are such a good reset for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people like showering right when they wake up or right before bed. Or like I said, you know, if you're not feeling your best, like going and hopping in the shower real quick. Even, ooh, maybe do like a cold shower, like really get yourself awake, you know? Then you're gonna, you know, have to get dressed, warm yourself up, do all that good stuff. So I don't know. I know for me, whenever I'm not feeling my best, especially if it's in the morning, I feel like starting my day off with a shower just like jump starts my day and it makes me want to be productive. That's actually something I did today. So yesterday I did say me and my sister went shopping. So we went right after the gym. So I didn't get a chance to shower after the gym. And then I figured I would just wait until this morning to shower. But starting off my day with a shower this morning, I feel like I'm just wanting to be so productive. Like I'm clean. I'm ready to go. Like I already got myself moving. So I don't know. It really forces me to just do my full routine, clean myself, take care of myself and get going. It's also a really great tip because on bad days, I feel like the last thing we think about is taking care of ourselves physically and mentally and emotionally, you know, because when you are having a bad day, like I said, you just want to rot, you want to scroll on your phone, you don't want to do anything productive for yourself, but taking a shower is a lot more powerful than you'd think. So definitely give it a try. Number two is put on an outfit that you feel confident and comfortable in. All right, so confident and comfort. It doesn't have to be super fancy. I'm not saying you have to be, you know, in a power businesswoman suit with heels and your hair slicked back. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy fancy or put together. It can even be sweatpants, honestly. Like, that's something that I do, like I said, after my shower this morning, I just threw on like a clean loungewear, clean loungewear clothes. I just have on like comfy shorts and a crew neck, but you'll feel better and you're going to be more motivated to leave the house when you throw in an outfit that you feel good in, you know? I know for me, I have always been this way my whole life. I am huge on the whole concept of dress for success. This was something that I definitely followed all through high school Like, in high school, I think I might have worn sweatpants, like, three times. (laughs) And it was, like, trendy, like, Brandy Melville cute sweatpants, like, joggers, like, not that I would build an outfit around. I was always dressing up, and not even just dressing up, but just, like, dressing, like, different and cute and just wear, like, experimenting with outfits and having fun with it. And it's because when I wear an outfit that is fun and different and I feel confident in it and I feel like it flatters my body it makes me want to go do things it makes me want to leave the house it makes me want to be productive you know feel good on the outside feel good on the inside like physical and mental health are so connected and a lot of people use that reasoning with exercise but it also goes with fashion too 
I know for me, if I go to the gym and my sports bra is too tight or my shorts are a little bit loose or my shoes are giving me blisters, whatever it is, if I'm wearing an outfit to the gym that I'm not comfortable in, I don't perform my best because my focus is on how uncomfortable I feel and then it makes me self-conscious. But if I'm wearing an outfit to the gym that I absolutely love, I feel like it flatters me, I feel really cute in it, I'm going to do my best work because I'm not distracted on, oh my god, like, do people realize that I don't like my outfit? Does it, does it not fit me right? Do I look weird? Like, just wear something you enjoy, something you feel confident in. And I feel like this is especially important to turn a bad day around because it's going to make you feel better, you know? Like, if the clothes make you feel good, you're going to want to, like, go do things. I find this especially true first thing in the morning, changing out of your pajamas. So, I recently have bought a couple PJ sets. And first of all, because they're cute, they're fun. I like wearing matching PJs to bed, feeling like a cute little girl, all that stuff. But also, buying pajama sets kind of gives you a barrier of, okay, these are bedtime clothes and these are like day clothes. So I know a lot of us, we can typically sleep, like our pajamas will be, you know, um, comfy shorts or maybe a nightgown or something or um, people like wearing sweatpants to bed or a crew neck or a big t-shirt or a tank top. That's fine, obviously, whatever you're comfortable in. But I find that when I do that, in if I'm in like loungewear clothing, then I don't have to change in the morning and I just want to like lay around the house in the same clothes that I slept in because they're technically clothes, you know what I mean? But if I sleep in a PJ set and then in the morning I start getting ready, it kind of forces me to change into other lounge clothing. So for example, right now I'm in a crew neck and, you know, lounge shorts, but I didn't sleep in this, right? So I still feel like although I'm in clothes that could be deemed as pajamas and they are comfy and they're, you know, that nice cotton sweatshirt material or whatever, I I don't feel like I'm in pajamas because I showered, I took my PJ set off, you know, the PJs are for BJ, PJ, (laughs) excuse me, the PJs are for nighttime pajamas and then my loungewear is for lounging in the house. So, I think that is a really important distinction to make with your clothes of, okay, these are the clothes I sleep in, these are the clothes I lounge in. And it kind of seems a little bit stupid or silly if I'm being honest, but for me, it really, oh, <laughs> I just stopped petting my cat and she looked at me with like the saddest eyes. Okay, I'm going to keep petting her. I have like one hand like down like on my floor petting as I'm recording this right now. <laughs> but like, oh, and then my other cat just woke up. Sorry, Katniss, go back to sleep. <laughs> but as I was saying, it might seem kind of like stupid, honestly, to be like, I'm buying PJ sets, even though I already have clothes I could sleep in. Well, I think the distinction is important. And like I said, it gives me that reminder of these pajamas are specifically sleeping pajamas. These clothing, this pair of clothing items is simply for lounging, you know, things like that. So tying it back to my original point, wearing outfits you feel confident in, throw something on that you feel comfortable in, throw something on that's going to motivate you to work, all that good stuff. Number three is get out of your house. And I don't mean you have to do anything crazy. It's not like you have to go run a marathon or go get a crazy workout in or go to all your classes, whatever. 
get out of your house and go grab a coffee, meet up with a friend, visit family, go for a drive even, walk up and down your neighborhood, go pick up your favorite treat, go shopping. It doesn't even have to be something productive, but as long as you get out of your house and you do something, it can be the smallest little thing. Like I said, going to Dunkin' drive through and getting a try. Like, as long as you get out of your house and you're just, like, in the real world, you're going to start picking up on that momentum. Because, like I said in my original point, or the first point, rather, a body in motion stays in motion. So once you leave your house and you kickstart your day and you get it going, you're going to be like, oh, while I'm out, I could stop here. Or, okay, now that, you know, I've run this errand and I can check that off my list, I feel a little bit less overwhelmed. Now when I go home, I can get X, Y, and Z done. So... I know for me, the longer I stay in my house in the morning, the more I just want to stay in my house because I'm like, eh, like, it's already 2 p.m. I haven't left, like, the house all day. Like, why should I now? What's the point? Oh, it's my, excuse me, my day's getting late, blah, blah, blah. If you just get out of your house, you are going to pick up on that momentum. You really will. And I know that this could definitely be a tough piece of advice to follow and this is definitely an example of easier said than done because leaving the house could be hard for a lot of people you know like dragging yourself out of bed picking yourself up throwing on a little bit of makeup if you'd like changing your clothes grabbing your keys getting in the car it sounds like a simple task but it's definitely not easy for a lot of people especially when you're having a hard day or a bad day but i think it's very important to do your best to get out of your house even if you just look at it as one step at a time, be like, okay, all I need to focus on right now is changing my clothes. All I need to do is go upstairs and grab my keys. All I have to do is put my shoes on. All I have to do is walk out the door, take it one step at a time. And even if you just get to your car and you sit in your car for a few minutes, just listening to music or checking your phone, whatever, sit in your car for a little while, you know, like I said, listen to some music, put on a podcast if you'd like, get, you know, just get into the swing of things, take it easy. And then you're going to be like, okay, I'm already in my car. I already got ready. I combed my hair. I put on some clothes. I did my makeup. I grabbed my keys. Okay. I've done everything up until this point. I'm sitting in my car. I might as well go because then driving is the easy part, right? The hard part is getting yourself out. So definitely do your best to get out of your house. Next, number four, a little over halfway through the list, put on some music or a podcast or a YouTube video, just anything that you can throw on in the background and just get to work. And it could be whatever motivates you. I mentioned in the last podcast episode how much music can affect your mood and how heavily it affects your mood. I know that's something for me if I'm listening to something like rap music in the car. It hypes me up. It pumps me up. If I'm listening to country, I want to have like my windows down and just like breathe in the fresh air. If I'm listening to sad music, you know, I'm just kind of like in my feels a little bit, but I don't know. Music really affects my mood. So if I'm feeling a little bit down, sometimes what I need to do is throw on some fun music that I enjoy while I'm cooking or cleaning or organizing the house. Or for me, I've actually, you know what? I have been loving music a lot more recently, but normally what I like to put on is a podcast. I really enjoy podcasts because I've mentioned this plenty of times. First of all, excuse me, I'm a podcast host. Why wouldn't I not like podcasts? (laughs) 
But um, I love podcasts because I get to learn from other people. And not only do I get to learn from other people, but I feel like I'm connecting with someone else. I feel like I'm listening to how their day went. I get to hear their opinions, their likes, their dislikes, their hobbies, um, their point of view on certain topics. And I enjoy, since I'm such a people person, I really enjoy listening to podcasts because it's familiar and I feel like, you know, I'm connecting with someone. So if that's what it takes for you to, you know, drag you out of that bad day, throw on a podcast. I know podcasts for me are also very motivating depending on what podcast I listen to. One that I really enjoy throwing on is Mind Pump. Um, I've talked about it a couple times. I'm pretty sure definitely go check it out, but it's a fitness, health, wellness, lifestyle-based podcast. And I really enjoy that because it reminds me of what I should be focusing on, what I should be paying attention to, healthy habits I should be incorporating into my routine, all that good stuff. So when I am having a bad day, I think it's really powerful to put on a podcast or music or like I said, even a YouTube video or your favorite show in the background. Anything that you can throw on and still get work done to, right? Because obviously we we don't want to throw on like a TV show and then just sit there watching it. <laughs> like we want to be able to like I said, get some organizing done, make your bed, clean your room, do laundry. That actually just reminded me I have laundry in the washer that I should have moved to the dryer like two hours ago. Oops. Oh, well, do that after the podcast. But yeah, like I said, put on some music, put on a podcast, put on a video, anything you have to do. It really does affect your mood. And if I'm listening to a podcast that is about kind of a heavy topic, maybe it's something very introspective or it has to do with mental health. If I'm already having a bad day, I know for some people that helps them turn around their day because it helps give them some insight that they needed and kind of the tough love or maybe advice that they needed to hear. But for me, I just need to distract myself and I need to listen to something uplifting or just a completely different topic. I don't know. So that's what works best for me. Obviously, whatever works best for you, go for it. But I think, like I said, music and other people's words and voices and just like audio, I think it's very powerful. And I know that although I'm someone where I would consider myself very independent and I love spending time alone and doing things alone, I I like having something with me, whether it be a podcast or music. And it's this is actually really interesting because I was listening to one of Emma Chamberlain's recent podcasts episodes on her show anything goes i'm actually trying to pull it up right now she talked about doing a dopamine detox and in her quote-unquote detox she talked about how she wouldn't let herself play any music or podcasts because she didn't consider that to be truly independent if there's like audio distracting you And I completely agree with that. I think that's a good point that she made and you should get comfortable in your own silence. But I'm not ready for that stuff yet. So if you are where I am, kind of take it slow. And if putting on music helps you, then there you go. No harm, no foul. Number five, we've got a couple more to go. Move your body. So this kind of ties in with number three. Like I said, get out of your house a little bit. But this is more movement oriented and exercise focused so moving your body could mean a million different things you could go outside and go for a walk 
even if it's around your own house, you're still getting your steps in. You can go on the treadmill if you have a treadmill at your house or one of those stationary or spin bikes, you know, the exercise bikes. Maybe if you're able to, you could go to the gym and, you know, get in a little bit of workout if possible. If you can get a full workout, that would be even better. Um, Obviously, exercising and working out increases all of those feel-good hormones. And not just that, but you're going to feel accomplished and proud of yourself. I know that I feel my best after a workout when it was hardest for me to get there. So if I'm thinking all day like, oh my god, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, and then I end up forcing myself to go anyway, I feel 10 times more accomplished because I'm like, wow, not only did I check off another day of getting a workout in, but it was something that I was trying to resist and I was still able to have that discipline with myself, focus on my goals and still get it done. So remind yourself of that when you're having a bad day and you just want to rot and lay around and not move your body. Remember that moving your body is not only healthy mentally, emotionally, and physically, but it's also going to make you feel so proud of yourself. It's literally going to change your your chemicals, your hormones, you know, like you're going to increase your serotonin, all those other feel-good hormones like I mentioned, and it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. Like I said, you can walk around your house. If you have a pool and it's nice out, go swim in your pool. You could go for a run, go do some jumping jacks, do some push-ups, you know, like if you have a little at-home gym with a couple dumbbells, go move them around a little bit. It really does not have to be anything super crazy intense or um, super energy taking. It doesn't have to be really long. It could be a 10-minute walk and that is all. As long as you're moving your body, like I said, I keep saying it, I'm going to say it again, a body in motion stays in motion. Once you get that little workout done, then odds are you might have to take a little bit of a shower after and then you're going to get hungry. So you're going to be working out, then you're going to be showering, then you're going to be doing your skincare routine, then you're going to be making food. And by that time, you're just going to keep the ball rolling and it won't stop from there. So move your body. That is probably, although it could definitely be the hardest tip, I would say, is getting a workout in or getting exercise or any movement in to turn around your bad day, I think it's definitely the most important because like I said on bad days, it is so easy to just lay around and be mindless and not want to do anything. But I think, I really think that exercise is the best medicine in this case and moving your body is going to do wonders to turn your day around. Number six, you have to eat something, okay? Go make some food, order food, go to drive through, pick it up, do prepackaged ramen, whatever it has to be, you need to eat something. I know that for a lot of people, it could be really easy for to forget to eat, which I'm sorry, I cannot relate to that. <laughs> like, no matter what kind of day I'm having, oh my goodness, I need to be eating like every two hours. I can't go long without food. Because not only do I have a fast metabolism, but since I've put muscle on myself, I just get so anxious. I get shaky. I get lightheaded. I get like foggy brain fog. I don't just get hangry. I get like all of the negative symptoms. So I am constantly eating all the time. So if you're someone who you say you forget to eat, like I don't know how that works, but <laughs> but I'm not judging. I'm just saying it couldn't be me. 
but you need to eat something. Food is obviously going to give you more energy. Um, like I said, you can go out to eat. You can cook something for, for yourself. You can make your favorite meal. You can go order your favorite meal. Get yourself a little treat. Anything to get those calories in. Even if it's just a little smoothie from your favorite smoothie place down the road. Like, go for it. That's going to give you some food. But like I said, if you don't have the energy or I'm sorry, if you don't eat anything, then you won't have the energy to go get your day turned around. And that's also going to make you feel a lot worse. I feel like a lot of people don't realize how bad the negative effects of hunger could be on you, not just physically, but mentally. Like I said, when I don't eat enough or I haven't eaten, I get really anxious. And I feel like a lot of people's anxiety when it fluctuates throughout the day, they don't really pay attention to the other reasons around why it might might be fluctuating. Maybe you get anxious right before lunch and it's because you just need more food in your system. You know what I mean? So definitely try to always have a snack around you. Try to be eating more frequently. It's energy. Food is fuel. It's so good for you. Food is not the enemy. And yeah, you just need a lot of good, yummy foods in your diet. And like I said, when you are having a bad day, don't foc- you don't necessarily need to focus on the nutrition content of the food. Just make sure you're getting something in your system because beggars can't be choosers, right? We can't be very picky. If you're having an absolutely terrible day and you're not the biggest fan of salads, don't be like, oh, but I have to eat healthy, so I need to go get, like, this grilled chicken Caesar salad, but it's not really my favorite. I'd rather have this, you know, really yummy pasta dish. Okay, then get the pasta dish. Like, what about it, you know? So, definitely don't just eat anything. Eat foods that you're going to enjoy and that are going to make you happy. That is something I did this morning, actually. I have recently been making eggy in the hole for my breakfast every morning. If you don't know what it is, um, you're living under a rock. Go look it up. <laughs> but it's so fucking delicious. But today I was just craving something a little bit different. So I made some homemade granola and I made a little smoothie and I made this really yummy smoothie bowl. And I had that this morning to eat and it was so, so delicious. It definitely made me happy. So yeah, that's what food should do. Food should be making you feel good. So definitely remember to eat something when you're having these bad days. And lastly, my final tip, remember that there's always time, okay? It is never too late to turn around your bad day. If it's 8 p.m., you can still go take a shower and do your full nighttime routine. Consider that your accomplishment of the day. You... Or maybe it's 9.30 and you're half asleep and you just grab your bedside journal and you journal a couple bullets real quick and you talk about your day. Or maybe it's noon and you haven't done anything and you're about to throw the day away, but you're like, no, you know what? I'm going to put a little bit of makeup on. I'm going to take myself to lunch and oh, next to my favorite sandwich shop, there's this really cute boutique. So maybe I'll do some shopping and then you get home and you're feeling better. So you get some work done it is never too late to turn around your day. And you know what? If it is the end of the day and you're already in bed and you're unhappy with how the day went, that is completely fine. Start setting your intentions for tomorrow, for the next day, right? 
maybe when you're in bed, you can start making a little mental list of what you want to get done tomorrow, what ways you're going to, how you're going to treat yourself, how you're going to improve your day, what you're going to do for yourself, and be kind on yourself. Don't beat yourself up after having a bad day because you've already had enough of a bad day. You don't deserve to beat yourself up even more because of it. Bad days are that just scared me. My phone is ringing. <laughs> My home phone. I'm ignoring that. Who uses house phones anymore? Come on. But, oh God, what was I saying? Talking about bad days. Remember to not beat yourself up because you have already endured such a bad day. You don't need to beat yourself up mentally even more because you had a bad day. Bad days help us to appreciate the good days, right? And when we do have bad days, it's teaching us to be resilient. It's teaching us to be flexible. We learn how we handle things. We learn how to pick ourselves back up. And then, like I said, you're going to appreciate the good days that much more. So there's always time. It's never too late. And even if it is for that day, you can always turn around your next day and make it that much more better. On that note, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like I had a lot of good things to say. I know the catch-up was a little bit long, but as I always say, it's my podcast. I can talk about what I want, and it's fun for me. So I hope you guys like catching up with me every week. And yeah, if you want to see more of this podcast, you can find it <clears throat> on Instagram at interactive.podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at angelar.fit. You can check out all of my links in my link tree, linked in the show notes as usual. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, you can rate it a five-star review and leave a written review. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can also leave me a little five-star review if you'd like. And yeah, that is all I have for you guys today. And I will see you guys next Friday. Bye, guys.